Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to an open forum Wednesday. Good afternoon. It is great to have you here on Listen Up. Open forum Wednesday. We can go in any direction you want. You know the routine. You hit your hand icon, and I'll put you right up on stage with me. Had a great show with Sean Salisbury, a lot of, or excuse me, with uh, Jerry Reynolds. I wanted to give you an update on Sean Salisbury coming up in a moment, but just had a nice show with Jerry Reynolds on my YouTube live. Due to game one of the World Series in Houston on Friday, Sean and I will not be doing the show this Friday on YouTube. We'll pick it up on Monday. It's game one. He's the morning host of the flagship station. They're doing all kinds of programming on Friday. He'll be at the game. So we will not have the Friday afternoon show with Sean, but no problem. We'll pick it up on Monday. But Open Forum Wednesday, we love when we can talk to you, and that's exactly what we're going to do right now. We're not even going to mess around. We're going to get right to some phone calls, and we're going to start with Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. You'll get us going on this Open Forum Wednesday. Sounds great, Grant. That was a uh... Uh, a great conversation with uh, with uh, Jerry. Sorry, stumbling. <laughs> Jerry and really enjoyed his insights to uh, what he's observing with the Canes, and he brought up two two fabulous points. One really fabulous point, as we've discussed, Sabonis struggling. You know, especially the first two games. Third, still not himself, but was better. His point on Sabonis playing the elbow, needing to play the elbow, uh, was very. And now that once he said that, it really uh, resonated. Yes, he is totally right that he he is such a better elbow player. And my question is, it looks like he's playing the five. Can you know you see them adjusting to that? You know, or you, what's your take on that? Well, I thought Jerry hit it right on the head. When you have a player who has been a two-time All Star and has been successful playing a certain way, don't put him in a different situation. So, you know, I thought Jerry's comments were were very, they were not very complimentary towards Mike Brown. I mean, there were a couple of things that Jerry pointed out uh, in, you know, one was Keegan Murray, the other one was Sabonis, and it wasn't exactly a glowing endorsement uh, towards Mike Brown from Jerry. Now, I'm not saying Jerry was ripping Mike Brown, but Jerry's not afraid to give his opinion, and I thought it was very interesting that he made those comments as well. No, you're right. Well, well, the Kings are 0-3, and, and we shouldn't be 0-3 as we've, you know, already hammered. And if we are going to be a successful team, outside the overall defense, Sabonis has to be close to the all-star level that we traded for. Yep. And until he gets there, I just don't see us making a run to that 500. I'm just going to say 500 record for now. And 
And, and that yep. was a great point. And, you know, with, I'm, I'm going through the players and him playing the five, you know, there's gotta be some adjustment and kind of brought up the second point. I agreed with him as far as his point with, you know, bringing Barnes off the bench, uh, Barnes, to me, if your team is good in the NBA now, he's probably a second uh, team player. And with what he's given us so far, I, you know, unless there's any change, I see him needing to be more of a, a second, you know, option off the bench. And he could be a spark off the bench with his, you know, very good at everything when he's on type player. And of course, it goes without saying as Brown has announced it, starting Keegan Murray is a no-brainer. You're on three. The, the kid looks great. Let's get him in the in the starting lineup, and as Jerry said, too, get your your best five on the court and just see what happens. Yep, well, we'll see. Thanks very much for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, good way to start off the show. Let's get to uh, some other phone calls, and uh, we bring on Trent. Trent, welcome to the program on this Open Forum Wednesday. How you doing, Trent? Hey, Grant. Great to talk to you again. Uh, great segment that you had with Mr. Reynolds back uh, on my drive home from work. So. Thank you. Um, I appreciated your episode yesterday, especially with Connor yesterday. Um, I'm starting, you know, there's this thing with Listen App where where listeners can follow each other. I mean, I follow you, I follow Connor, I follow, uh, I think his name is Jeff or something, somebody like that. And, um, you know, it's really cool because I love to hear where people are from. And I mean, I'm from Roseville and, um, you know, I would really be encouraged if, uh, if I got to hear where people were from, if they're willing to share. Um, and you know, also there's a thing with listen app where, I mean, I know you do your grant, your, uh, your grants rant on the, uh, on your site for three minutes. And I get to do a bit of a grant, a a rant on my side, just of whatever I'm doing on the golf course or whatever it is. But that's cool. So um, my question, I guess, from yesterday is you guys were talking about the New York Giants and the history and the lore and all that stuff. I'm just wondering. And then there was a guy a few nights ago that didn't know that Madison Square Garden and I guess where the the New Jersey Nets are playing now. Excuse me. The Brooklyn Nets are playing at this place called the Barclays Center instead of the Meadowlands. And that's like five or seven miles apart from one another. Um, What's your favorite arena of all time grant and in your experience uh doing all your stuff with the kings over the years i mean i remember boston garden seeing it on tv was just an immaculate sort of place that was sort of mythical in nature i mean is it was that was that like one of the best arenas you guys ever uh got to visit in terms of history well madison square garden was number one for sure Boston was uh, in my top three in Chicago Stadium just because of the atmosphere with Michael Jordan. One other thing I wanted to say, the the arena uh, where the New Jersey Nets played in MetLife or in, in the Meadowlands right next to what was Giant Stadium, that's yeah. actually from point A to point B closer to Madison Square Garden than the Barclays Center is. So his oh question would have been his question would have been. Uh, crazy regardless of that but that's all right he looked it up he, he made a mistake and he was on yesterday and we talked about that but you know the history of Madison Square Garden you really can't beat I mean I mean not not just basketball I mean everything Muhammad Ali Joe Frazier right I mean think yeah. about the, the, all the great concerts that have and been in Frank that Sinatra and, Frank Sinatra performed yeah, there Frank, right yeah, yeah I mean you can you, yeah you can go you can go on and on that's awesome you know? that's awesome well hey great have a great show everybody and I'd love to hear where people Thank are you. from so thanks a lot Grant Thank you. Appreciate it very much. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff. He'll get us on uh, Open Forum Wednesday. Hey, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Greg. 
Well, I'm originally from San Mateo, California, down in the peninsula, for your friend. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, what what do you think? I mean, what Jerry was saying, let's start Murray and Sabonis at the forwards and Rashawn Holmes at center. What's that sound like? Uh, I don't really think Rashawn Holmes is going to be starting, but <laughs> I, I'm fine with any five that works the best together. I don't care who the five are, but just put the five pieces that fit together on the floor. Right, right. Did you watch the Suns and Warriors last night? No, I did not, but I mean, I'm very familiar with what happened. I read about it. Oh, man, I watched the whole game, and it looked like the youngsters were taking it. I know it's just young in the season, but it looked, yeah. it looked like Booker, had he, he wanted to come out, and he got in Clay's face, and Clay got yep. kicked out of the game uh, first ejection of his whole career and he just got in his head and clay is i mean he hasn't even been scoring 20 points a game you know the the first few games he just hasn't been i don't know what's wrong i mean he's still hampered i'll tell you what's wrong with him he's had two debilitating injuries he had an achilles and an acl and he's not right. the same player anymore and that's just the reality of the situation and i and i think it finally hit his heart last night seen this yeah. you know, I, I you know think it's like uh if you would have seen kobe coming out against jordan or something you know uh it just finally got to him and it was sad kind of sad to see but you know you, you've probably seen it over the years where guys have gone out on you know in their career where they weren't what they used to be and it, it's kind of yeah. sad and uh and booker just was just icing them just put it to him and and the the Suns, I mean, and the Warriors have haven't had any answer. If anywhere the Warriors have been weak, as a guarding against good centers, have you noticed that over the, year, over the last few seasons? Yeah, I mean, look at Nikola Jokic and what he did the other night um, against the Warriors. So yeah, you know, there, there's some truth to that. But I also know that the Warriors haven't had too much trouble with centers because I'm looking at all the championships they've won in the last couple of years. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right, but. Uh, it's kind of nice to see Big Mouth Draymond Green having a crappy season. Yep. He can't, sure is, man. He can't rub, Love it. He can't rub two nickels together. Love it. You know, it's all he, good. He threw, he threw some passes last night into the stands, and he got he got teed up and uh, should have been kicked out of the game because he just kept chirping and chirping in the referee's ear after he got teed up, you know. But uh, yeah. He they they didn't give him a foul driving to the hoop, and he just went off like lightning. And then he was guarding somebody, barely brushed him, and they got a foul called against him. Even the announcers, uh, oh god, what's his name? Used to play for the Pacers, uh, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Reggie Miller. He Reggie even, Miller. He even said the refs, you know, should have called the foul and everything. But you know, when I guess when you're a crybaby like DeMarcus Cousins was, and you get your name like that, they're just not going to give you the, cow, the calls, and they're just going to look the other way because you pissed them off. Well, you know, again, the, the, the game was not close last night, so the the calls are not calls. I understand the point you're trying to make, but when the game is as lopsided as it was last night, you know, the the, the the officials had nothing to do with the game. A call here, a call there. I mean, the, the Suns just beat them up in the second half. Oh, yeah. They just laid, they laid the wood to them. It, 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 you know, I just, 
you know, we'll see how the season, you know, comes out. But, uh, uh, you know, we'll, and what's well, here I, I can. T- OK, here. I don't know how the season's going to come out in its totality. But here's what I do know. The Warriors are going to be really good and the Suns are going to be really good. That's what I do know. OK, and they are going to be two of the top teams in the West. I, I believe that. I also think the team that Sacramento is playing tomorrow is going to be one of the top teams in the West, and that's the Memphis Grizzlies, okay? So you think about the, the, the schedule that the Kings have had. They've already played the Warriors. They got Memphis coming up tomorrow. You also look at how well some of the – look at how Portland's playing. And Portland, by the way, hosts Miami tonight. It's going to be interesting to see if Portland can go 5-0 and and whether Miami going out on the West Coast will get that team together because Miami has been the biggest disappointment in the Eastern Conference so far through the first week of the season. Right. And it looks like Lillard's found a shot now. Well, Damian Lillard's Damian Lillard. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he, he coming off a bad injury last year, the guy's one of the top players in the league. So that doesn't surprise me. Didn't they, didn't they just uh, beat Denver? Yes, they did. They beat Denver uh, at home. Yeah, they, they. I mean, I mean, they've got to be like the surprise team so far. Well, they're undefeated at four and zero, and two of their games have been on the road, and so they've been very impressive. You know, Utah tonight, uh, they're three and one, and we talk about you know what an excellent start they are off to, and they're playing Houston tonight in Salt Lake City, and then the other game I'm really looking forward to seeing tonight is San Antonio is at Minnesota. And the Spurs are three and one, and all three of their wins have been on the road. And Minnesota is two and two, so that's an interesting game to keep an eye on. Right. Hey, before I go, I got a challenge for Ryan and Sacktown yep. or Waga or Waga, since it's open for them for, uh, Wednesday. Uh, if they could remember some of Jerry's uh, nicknames for players or some of his Jerryisms, you know, uh, hippity hop to the bar. Some of those one-liners that he had, it it would be good if somebody could uh, go back and record some and play some. Oh, uh, that would be so fun to listen to. I mean, I just miss those things. Thanks, buddy. You have a good day. Appreciate you. Bye-bye now. Open Forum Wednesday, we also can do our fantasy football roundtable. So whenever anyone wants to start talking fantasy football, that will be your signal to get on board and we can do a roundtable discussion. Uh, we can do that anytime you want. Connor, it is your turn. Welcome to the show, Connor. How are you today? Doing good. How are you, Grant? I'm good, Connor. What's up, man? I just wanted to start the show by saying yesterday, between me and you, that was a great conversation. I'm glad people enjoyed it. Thank you. I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun to reminisce. So I got a couple points before I'll kick off the roundtable. Um, Keegan Murray okay. starting. I think obviously no brainer. I mean, he should have been starting anyway. And if you're zero three, a change in the starting lineup like that couldn't hurt you at all. So, I really like that move. Correct. It's not going to hurt. Yep, I agree with you. And Can't then, hurt. I don't know if you heard about this, but there's some news today out of Denver with Russell Wilson. Have you seen that whole scenario? I have. What do you think about that? What do you think? How do you? Uh, what conclusion do you come based on that? I mean, it's obviously strange. I mean, I guess very much had so. a good year. It's maybe he's trying to put in the extra work and stuff. But I mean, you're the travel enthusiast. Would you like having that much noise and stuff while you're trying to sleep on a flight? 
No, um, I, 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 it's very bizarre what's going on in Denver, the whole thing. And I don't know what the real story is. You know, he he's intending to play against Jacksonville. Um, I, I don't know what the hell's going on there. There's some very weird stuff. I, I don't know how much longer that coach Nathaniel Hackett has. I, I don't really know if he's going to survive much longer. I think he's been a disaster. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard anything like that. He's running high knees through the aisle on a plane. Yeah, I don't even know what to. I I don't even know what to believe anymore, based on what I'm hearing. You know, I mean, I've seen some pretty bizarre stuff uh, coming out of airplane flights and everything. But you know, a mid-flight workout, which is all over social media. So for the people that did not hear, all right, I mean, (laughs) basically, the flight. All right, Wilson (laughs) told. I guess he told reporters that while the rest of the team was sleeping uh, to London on their eight-hour flight, okay, uh, he was doing workouts on the plane for three and four hours. He worked out and he stretched for four hours on the flight, said he was doing high knees in the aisles when the rest of the guys were sleeping. Very bizarre, to say the least. Very bizarre. Yeah, and then I can start the fantasy round. Yeah, go ahead. So my first question is the quarterback issue. Justin Herbert's on a bye week, so I can start Stafford or I can pick up anybody like Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, or Geno Smith. So need some help with that. All right, well, why don't we ask the man that has every quarterback in the league on his roster, Jeff. Jeff, what do you think about that? Well, I I mean, you got to go with the hot hit. I mean, pick up Geno. I mean, but I know Metcalf's hurt. uh, but uh, picking up somebody else uh, might not be a bad idea. I got to start Derek Carr because of uh, Herbert being, de- you know, on a buy. But uh, yeah, you might think about picking up Gino. I mean, he's been hot all year, and he's been getting over twenty something, around twenty something points a game. That's my my take. All right, let's get to Ryan. Ryan, good to have you on the show today. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I'm going Geno Smith all day, Connor. Go with the hot hand. I mean, at this point, he's a proven commodity. We're seven games into the season, and he has been playing extremely well. Even though DK's hurt, I think they're going to spread the ball around the field. All right, Cody, what do you think about that question that Connor had? Um, I I would I would bench Matthew Stafford. At, I'd, I'd go get a free agent if you can. And Geno Smith seems like a nice option in that scenario. I just think the 49ers, they're going to bounce right. back. And they'll, they'll handle Stafford, I feel. Waggus, welcome yeah. to the show. What do you think, Waggus? Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, this is a pretty easy one, Geno. Okay. Looks like, Connor, everyone says Geno Smith for the most part. Uh, yeah, that's my mistake because there's no way in hell I'm starting Geno Smith against the Giants. <laughs> I was going to ask that question, Connor, at the end of that. You took the words right out of mouth. I was like, Connor, you can't have Geno Smith this week. You can't do it, you know? Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, 
alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Z-Biotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hey, yeah, I forgot about hey, that. Connor, Connor, are you related to Grant? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we need a DNA test. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Waggus, Ryan, Jeff, Connor, uh, and uh, and Cody on. Any other fantasy football questions? Cody, you have any questions this week? Yeah. Um, not not yet. I'll have to I, look. I, not yet. I've All right, Jeff, go ahead. That. I'm I'm debating on starting Ayuk because I already got Samuel in my lineup, or that kid Pierce seems to be doing pretty well in Indiana. Uh, uh, I mean, Indianapolis, excuse me. Uh, so, Ayuk or uh, Pierce? What do you think, uh, Waggus, Ayuk or Pierce? 100% Ayuk. I think Ayuk is about to take off and the Niners are as well. All right, Ryan? Which yep. way you would go there, Ryan? I'm with Waggus, Ayuk, all the way. All right. Cody, you want to chime in on that? Yeah, I would normally say Pierce, but I don't know the quarterback, how he's going to perform for the Colts. So, yeah, Ayuk for this week at least. What about you, Connor? I would have said Pierce because he got a lot of targets, even more than Pittman last week. But with Matt Ryan Bench and Sam Ellinger, a quarterback, I got to start Ayuk. All right, there you go. Ayuk, 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 Ayuk. Waggus, you got any questions this week? Or are you all set with your lineup? No, I'm all set, and I wanted to say thank you to the team. I'm six and one in my league. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. I mean, actually, you know, at the beginning of the year, you know, I asked you guys, should I trade Kittle for Pitts? And you guys said, no, hang on to him. Best decision. Wow. Yeah. They, uh, Jeff, I know Jeff. In one of your 500 leagues, you got to be six and one at least one of your leagues, don't you? No, but the best I am is four and three. Wow, four and three with that many scenarios? Come on, Jeff. Come I'm on. Only in, I'm only in two leagues. I play FanDuel, 
And by the way, last night I did quite well on FanDuel. I raked in 100, really? 128 bucks on the NBA. Wow. That's the good news. The bad news is the night before he lost 250, right? <laughs> Greg, Greg, oh my God. Greg, thank you. are just too much. You're too much. <laughs> I love you, Jeff. You're a beauty. Any other questions uh, on fantasy football on this? We're uh, hard to believe we're approaching the middle of the season. Anybody else have any questions? Hey, guys, uh, what do you think – Aaron Rodgers trade value is is he is he a drop right now at this point considering how bad he is struggling the Packers are struggling and the possibility that he may not finish the season if this continues and they throw Jordan Love in there wow that's a very interesting question Jeff go ahead wow what a scenario wow well, I mean, if they get OB, if they get Odell Beckham, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do that or come up with a trade. But obviously, Aaron is frustrated. He's uh, right. He's from right down the road where I live in Chico. So obviously, he's becoming a he- more and more of a head case. I know Grant likes him and everything, but uh, I-, I don't think it's trade values very well because he doesn't have any receivers, even Jones. Isn't playing well. The tight end is doing is getting a lot of targets. Tunyon, but uh, he's just he made that one pass uh, down the right sideline last week. And the guy stretched out and missed it. I forgot who it was. Uh, Lazard is Lazard, I believe, is hurt. Yeah, Lazard. Yep. All right, Jeff, we got you there. Cody, go ahead. You chime in on this, Cody. Yeah, if you like an option and the waiver wire or a free agent, I I would definitely consider it for sure. Sounds crazy, but I don't I don't see Aaron Rodgers getting any better anytime soon. Waggis, I completely disagree with everybody. As a matter as a matter of fact, if I'm the Niners, I would trade the second, third, fourth, whatever you need to get him. He's still the best quarterback in the league, and he doesn't have any receivers. Give him, give him Debo, Ayuk, and uh, Kittle, and and see what he does so I'm, I'm i'm still on his bandwagon i i think he's a top three quarterback honestly i think he's the best quarterback in the league hands down connor what would you do on that what, what would you drop aaron Rodgers, connor no i agree with Waggis. i mean guys we're not giving up on aaron Rodgers in week seven are we i mean the packers you know they're gonna get a wide receiver before the deadline to appease aaron Rodgers, and he's gonna get better i mean this is aaron Rodgers we're talking about top five quarterback of all time He's not a droppable player. All right. Very interesting comments. Anybody else have any questions on this roundtable today? Yeah, I got one here. Okay. So I have running back issues. My solid starter is Joe Mixon, but I have to choose from my running back two out of these three players. I have James Robinson, who just got traded to the Jets, Kareem Hunt, and A.J. Dillon. They're all pretty much struggling. So. Wow. Uh, you can't pick, you can't pick up in. Gus Edwards or anybody from the Ravens? I, w- I don't want to be around the Ravens because it's like a new back every week with Kenyon Drake and then Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. Right, right, right. Well, I you know, Robinson's the better back of those three. And, you know, uh, the Jets have been on a roll. It's just he, it's a matter of time that he knows the playbook. 
and uh, but he he was doing. He had a great fantasy season last year. He was he. I had him as a running back, and and uh, he had a great year last year. Cody, Cody, what do you think of those three? Yeah, you got to bench AJ Dillon, and uh, I would start Kareem Hunt out of those three guys you had. But I'd also keep an eye open for uh, Jermichael Hasty, Jacksonville Jaguars backup running back. It came out today. The coach said he's going to get touches. So just keep an eye on him, too, if you really need a running back. All right, Ryan, what about you? Which direction I'd go Cream Hunt, especially if you're in a PPR, which most leagues are, because he can catch the ball um, out of the backfield. Um, so Cream Hunt all the way for me. All right, guys. Waggis, uh, I know you were off there for a little bit. I don't know if you heard the yeah, running back question. If you did, you're – I heard. Okay, what, 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 where would you go with that? Um, I would go with uh... – Cream Hunt because he he's the only one that's gonna be reliable. Okay, fair enough. Any other questions, gentlemen? We're gonna see. Uh, just I just want to make this comment, Grant. If you put Aaron Rodgers on the Giants right now, I would have him in the Super Bowl. That's how much. That's how good I think he is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I, the, the, he could only be one game better than Daniel Jones is right now. You know that, right? I know. I know. It just, yeah, I know. But there, there are just some. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I would take Daniel Jones over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But the point is, you know, I'm looking at the Giants wideouts. I mean, would Aaron Rodgers really be able to make those receivers that the Giants have lining up every week that much better? That's the question I have with, I, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I'll just say this. Aaron Rodgers can get the ball in, in, in you know, throw the ball in places where not many people in this world can, right? So very true. Yeah. Very true. All right. Guys, thank you very much. We appreciate everyone's uh participation. Thanks. Again. Hey Jeff, you know what? I don't know if you know this or not. We're trying to conduct a live show here, Jeff. What's going on in the background there, Jeff? Jeff's like, hey, you know what? Uh, Jeff, you know I've just given you a hard time, buddy. All right, good stuff there on the roundtable. Uh, anyone that wants to chime in, feel free to do so. Uh, we'll take your phone calls here on this open forum Wednesday. Aaron Rodgers does not look right to me. Now, I'm not saying I would not want him as my quarterback. That's not the point I'm trying to make. He looks disgusted. And that whole team does not look to me like they are together defensively they do not they cannot get off the field they can't stop anyone there's some real issues going on in green bay right now all right let's bring back ryan in sackdown what's up ryan hey grant uh, i have to answer jerry's challenge i have a few jerryisms there's the bibinator yes there is peja vu and there's also he do he do so there you go, Jeff. Yeah. There's three for you. So I like that, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a. I, I know you're not a betting guy, Grant, but I got a sweet offer for you. We got a big game this week against the New York Football Giants. What is your favorite candy yes. bar? Oh, I'm probably just good old fashioned uh, Hershey's chocolate with almonds. Okay. 
So, do you want to put a gentleman's bet down on the game? I will give you the eight points that it is currently at right now for a box of candy bars. You got it. We're on. All right. You got it. Perfect. So that's that's all Sounds I got. Good. Have a great day, gentlemen. Have a good one. Right. Thank you, bud. You have a good day, too. Appreciate you. Let's get to uh, Jerry. We'll chime in right here. Oh, my God. I got Jerry on the air. Jerry, we have been dying to hear you on the afternoon show. We, you chimed in on the post game the other night. But, Jerry, how the hell are you, buddy? Hey, Grant. So, I know you probably... Jerry. It's not. I'm not Jerry. I'm actually in the car with Jerry. We're actually on our way uh, to Yosemite oh. for a wedding. But uh, I thought I'd chime in. And uh, I actually had a question for you. Yes. So, I'm, uh, I'm from Sacramento. And I recently moved oh, to Tampa, we're losing Florida, his connection. About Jerry? six months ago. Yep. And okay. I'm not going to lie, Grant. I'm, I'm happy. Perfect. So I, I'm from Sacramento. I recently moved to Tampa, Florida about six months ago. And I got to tell you, Grant, I'm having a tough time adjusting. I'm not happy. I'm curious how your experience has been in Miami. Would Miami be a better option than Tampa? And like, how have you adjusted from moving from Sacramento? Um, it was challenging, but where I was in my life at the time, I needed to change and I love South Florida. It's a great place to live, but it's becoming more and more expensive. So I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to live there. Uh, I haven't been into the Tampa area that much, so I'm not able to speak with any expertise on Tampa, but Miami and South Florida is a phenomenal place to live. It depends, you know, what you're into and what you like, but I I enjoyed it quite a bit. That's just my opinion. I hear you with the cost of living. I really I really thought Jerry, I hate to do this to you, man. You're breaking up, and so I I wanted to hear from you too because we have a lot of questions for you. So I'm sorry, Jerry. I had to put you back in the audience. You're just breaking up. I hope I hope that you have a great time at Yosemite in the wedding. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and we say hello to Thomas right here on this Open Forum Wednesday. Hey, Thomas, how are you today? Grant, how are you doing? I'm good, Thomas. Good to hear your voice. Hey, I just popped on. Uh, are you guys just talking football, or can we talk a little NBA? You can talk anything you want. It's an Open Forum Wednesday. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, I was going to jog in about the Kings, but you kind of said it all. Um, you know, it's early in the season. Um, and also the, uh, you know, if you look back on King's records, even the last four or five years, there's times that they came out of the starting gate pretty fast. You know, they won three games, four games in a row or whatever. And so you can never tell. Yep. But I was just thinking what's different about this team or what they need. Well, of course we know the big reason. Uh, you know, to get rid of um, the guy that owns the store, you know. Um, but I think the biggest thing I see is even watching Portland when the the first game, it just seems like there's no toughness. There's no um, killer aspect of no one's really like, let's go in there and beat these guys and get mean. Or, you know, I mean, just... Those guys, Portland, they look, the, some of the new players they got just look, you know, came from the Bronx and they go, we're not messing with this. So when they step on the floor, they just seem very 
um, passive. They don't have that toughness in them. You know what I'm saying about teams? Yep, I, I think there's some truth to that. Um, I think there's a lot of issues. I shouldn't say a lot. There are some issues with the Kings that when you lose are magnified, that may not be really true. I did see that against Portland, and I do agree with you. I, I Call it toughness, call it mental fortitude. I don't know what the hell you call it, but the Kings need to find that, and they need to find it soon, or this is going to be a lost season before they get going because the West is just too good. And if you find yourself in a four, five, six-game hole, you know, that makes life very difficult. I mean, think about this. And again, I know I'm making a lot out of three games. So right now, okay, in order for the Kings to win 41 games, I mean, the math is pretty simple. You got 79 games left, right? So just to be 500, they would, they're going to have to win, you know, 41 of the remaining 79 games, and they're not good enough to do that, in my opinion. So almost out of the box, you know, they're not going to be 500 this year. So that means they're going to once again be a team that maybe wins in the 30s. And winning in the 30s does not get you in the top eight in the West. It might get you into the play-in tournament, but it's so frustrating. And here's the other aspect. you got Memphis coming in tomorrow. There's nobody in the world that thinks that Sacramento is better than Memphis. We know that Memphis is better than Sacramento, but it doesn't mean you can't win the game. But if you lose tomorrow, it puts enormous pressure on beating a Miami team that is really struggling right now and only has won one game. And I'm looking at Portland at 4-0. I'm looking at Utah and San Antonio with 3-1. I'm looking at these other teams that are getting off the gate in a hurry. Uh, these games coming up for Sacramento are extremely important. I don't think they're good enough to climb out of a deep hole, Thomas. I really don't. Yeah. Well, I did, I, you, you hit it right on the nail there with that. Um, but it goes back to you've got to have the toughness. You know, I mean, I, I know you talk, it's about the culture. You know, and I, you talked about it the other day where, you know, when the game's ending, you know, everyone's hugging each other and stuff. In the old days, you'd never see that. You know what I mean? And like you said, the, the conversations, yep. you know, they're talking and, you know, at halftime together. You know what I mean? You got to have that. Men yeah, there's just no fighting, and it's just that mentality of it. Or you know, or some of these guys are here. You know, like you had told me before that uh, some of the guys, if they got you know transferred to the Kings, their their next step was how do I get out of here? You know. Yeah, uh, that's very that's true. The mentality. Very true. And and uh, but very until true. they step up and and get um, you know hardcore, you know mean. Um, it's the only way it's going to work. You know, they've just got to buckle down and, and get pissed off and play within themselves. But I just think they, they just got to get a lot tougher if they want to do anything. You know, you know I talked to uh, one of the assistant coaches last week that's not with the team anymore. And it, just to illustrate your point, he told me when Dante DiVincenzo was traded, uh, he was here a very short period of time and couldn't wait to get the hell out of Sacramento and was like, I can't stay here. This place is a mess. And now he's in Golden State. So I do think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll see how it plays out. Uh, you know, time will tell. And, um, you know, we'll see where we go. But uh, hopefully we won't have to suffer too long. Hopefully they'll turn it around. Um, you know, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of it was when they were playing because, you know, Brown does, you know, they don't, he doesn't set many plays. And these guys 
once again, I know it's not an excuse, but they haven't played together that much, you know, a whole new team. And then when you're not running plays, then how do you figure that out? You know what I mean? Uh, I think, you know, we'll know pretty soon within a couple of weeks, whether this yep. is going to go. So, yep. All right, Grant. Thanks, Thomas. All right. Have a good Appreciate one. it. You bet. Bye. Yep. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get to uh, Waggus. Hello, Waggus. Thanks for calling back, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So just, to, uh, you know, just had a couple of questions. Um, you know, why is the media so selective on individual players? And, and you know, I'm, obviously I'm going to use Aaron Rodgers as an example. Number one, I'll say this, Grant. The Packers would be nowhere near these last, whatever, seven, eight years. They've never built a defense around him. Tom Brady's got great defenses, always built. That's why he won yeah. Super Bowls, right? So, um, I, I mean, why is the media just so selective when a guy starts struggling for one or two games? Like, you know, oh, we, you know, I mean, it's over for him. I haven't heard it's over for him. Uh, where's that talk coming from? Are you correct me if I'm wrong? I haven't read anyone Warner, saying it's over for Aaron Rodgers. So, so, so Kurt Warner, you know, basically, um, I believe um, they were airing this on ESPN. Basically, said, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both they, they just look down out there, and you know, they look uncomfortable and they just look down out there. You pretty much, you know, in a roundabout way, said, you know, they need to retire. Well, I could see Tom Brady needing to retire. I mean, the guy's 45 years old, for crying out loud. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, no. I mean, with Tom Brady, I mean, don't you agree that at some point, you know, the 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 reality is his age is becoming a factor. I mean, it, it, and you just can't ignore that. So, I mean, I could see the narrative being that Tom Brady needs to retire, although I think we need to wait until this season is over. I would never say that about Aaron Rodgers. I know you're you're you're, you're – you're using one example of Kurt Warner. I didn't hear what he had to say, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers clearly, uh, you said this on the round table. He's one of the very, very best quarterbacks in the NFL. He might even be still the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't know why anyone would think otherwise. That's silly if they feel that way. Ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I promise you, if the Packers called up, you know, right now the Giants, they would probably take him in a heartbeat. Any team probably in the league would probably take that call. Of course. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Number two, uh, you know, this whole situation in uh, L.A., I, I've been kind of seeing how the media has been, you know, obviously attacking, you know, Russell Westbrook, right? But, yep. you know, what about Anthony Davis, you know, not even hitting the rim on his shots, you know? Yep. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean the Lakers, I mean, if you take Russell Westbrook out of that team right now altogether, they're still 0-3 and probably worse. Yep. Yep. It's a mess right now. Uh they're a mess. I mean, they're a flat out mess. There's no other way to say that they're a mess. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. I really don't. Yeah. So it's just kind of sad, but I, I just, because I know you were kind of in the media for a while. I just, I just feel like the media just gets very selective with, you know, these players and, you know, like if it's Westbrook, they're just so narrow minded on him, but not looking at the overall issue. You know, so. Well, I mean, you listen, you, this, there, we keep statistics in sports for a reason. And Russell Westbrook last year statistically was awful. Yep. And he's statistically awful already in the first couple of games. I mean, you can't ignore that. You can't make, you can't make believe it's not going on. So what's the, what, how, how else would the media handle it? I mean, Westbrook's numbers have been embarrassingly bad. So what, what, what do you expect the media to do as it relates to Russell Westbrook? Why would you cover that story any differently than they have? No, no, no. I'm not saying, you know, don't call him out on it. But 
what about, you know, other players getting called out? What about LeBron and Anthony Davis getting called out for their horrible shooting, right? So it's like, it's like you know, he just gets the title. It's because of him, right? Because they always bring his name up. You know, they don't say Lakers as just as a team. And I know Stephen A brought this up a little bit. You know, Anthony Davis has been playing poorly as well. Let's not yeah. forget that. So that's what I think. And, and here's another thing. They knew it was going to be a bad fit. I mean, I, I think we all knew that. And, sure. You know, I so let me ask you this: How do you think this whole situation ends then? I don't think it's going to end very good, and I don't think they'll all end up together. I think the other aspect of that is that LeBron and Anthony Davis, albeit it was in the bubble, did win a championship with the Lakers, and now Westbrook comes in and it's a mess. So I think that's part of it as well, and I do think that part of it is unfair. I think it's unfair to blame it all on him. I would agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm saying because you know uh, yeah. they actually wanted him, so it was just slackness, but. Uh, I, I, I still predict that Aaron Rodgers will bounce back. I think he's hearing a lot of noise, and he will bounce back. But obviously, I don't see him going anywhere deep in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, uh, it, it'll be fun to see. And and as far as the Kings are concerned, you know, I was watching your YouTube live. You're absolutely correct. If they don't, if they don't win these next two games and they go on the road and lose, let's see if the Kings start off 0-7, 0-8. In my opinion, done. This season, yeah, yeah, it's over. So Right. Yeah, and and but you still don't think the coach is going to get fired? No, there's no chance of that this year. No, absolutely not. I mean, I think a one eighty two he might, but no, I don't think so. But but I don't know if you remember last year when Steve Kerr went out because of COVID. This was right around the time uh, I think Mike Brown accepted the job. Right. The Warriors yep. just looked like a complete mess. Yep, I know. So, I got so, you. I'm with okay. you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I get it. So, all right. Well, thanks, Grant. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Let's get to uh, Connor. Bring him back in. Hello, Connor. Hey, I just had a couple comments off of what Waggish just said with the whole Russell yeah. Westbrook situation. I mean, I totally agree with him. Russell Westbrook is the scapegoat for all the problems in L.A. I mean, yeah, he's playing terrible. But like Waggis said, I mean, Anthony Davis and LeBron haven't been perfect either. I mean, nope. one thing I've seen in the news is that jump shot that Westbrook took early in the shot clock a couple of days ago when he missed. Everyone yes. went crazy on him for taking that. But what you won't see is the play before that, LeBron just sat there with the ball, sucked the shot clock down to nothing, and took like a sidestep three and barely grazed the rim. But you won't hear about that from the media. That's a great point, Connor. It's a fabulous point. And so I understand where you're coming from. I understand where Waggis is coming from. You know, no one ever said that pro sports is fair. And as I said, they had won a championship before Westbrook got there. 
And now that they're struggling so much, he's an easy target. Is it fair? Probably not. But his individual performance, I mean, we would all have to agree that Russell Westbrook has been terrible since becoming an L.A. Laker. Is that a, is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Right. And then yep. since it's open for him Wednesday, I had kind of just a question for you. Yeah. So if you could pick, let's say, three players, who do you think after all the years of broadcasting, who are the three most skilled players you've ever seen in the NBA? Uh, that's a fabulous question. Um, Magic Johnson would be one. Uh, LeBron James would be two. And most skilled. Uh, boy, I've seen some amazingly skilled players. <sighs> you know, and, and again, I'm going to go, I'm going with players that handle the ball a lot because so Boy, that is a great question. That's a great question. I, I would say, I mean, it's hard to leave Michael Jordan off that, isn't it? I mean, he was unbelievably skilled. I mean, the guy could do everything. But I'm thinking about some of the great point guards that I watched. I mean, Isaiah Thomas with the Pistons was unbelievably skilled. I know you only want three. I don't know if I could give you three. I mean, Kobe Bryant was phenomenally skilled. Uh, John Stockton, Steve Nash phenomenally skilled. I don't know if I can give you just three. I'm sorry. I know you want three. I don't know if I can give you three. Um, I, I, gosh, Chris Paul is an unbelievably skilled player. I wouldn't put him in top three of all time, but in terms of skills, I mean, his skill set from a point guard perspective is unbelievable. You know, he, he, it's incredible. I, it's a great question. I can't give you three. I'm sorry. I can't just give you three. And again, I did the NBA for 32 years. So you're asking me to come up with the three most skilled players in my 32 years of broadcasting in the NBA. I mean, Magic Johnson would clearly be up there in the top three. I mean, so that to me is easy. I mean, Jerry Reynolds said it best to me about Magic. He said that Magic could have been an all-star at all five positions. He also said LeBron James could be an all-star at all five positions. Michael Jordan could not have been an all-star at center, Okay. LeBron could have been an all-star at center. Magic could have been. So those are two of the three right off the get-go. And those were my first two responses, Magic and LeBron. I'll ask you, in your lifetime, has there been a player that you've watched that you think could have been an all-star at all five positions? Probably not. I mean, okay. the only one so that comes to mind is Kevin Durant, maybe. Maybe he's got the handling of a guard and he's got the side. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I mean, for me, and I didn't even hesitate when I gave you the three. I mean, I hesitated a little bit, but I would have most skilled. I would have Magic and LeBron. And I'm stealing that from Jerry because Jerry made a great point that he thought that those players could be all stars at all five positions. So I'd have to pick another player in the league. That could be an all-star at every position on the floor. So that would leave out Nash. That would leave out Isaiah Thomas, Chris Paul. I wouldn't be able to go there. I'd have to pick a player, as you said, maybe a Durant or somebody else that could be an all excuse me, an all-star at all five positions. Because Magic could and LeBron could. I don't know who else could fit that mold. Yeah, if Good I were question. to answer that same question, I would say Jordan, because I mean, I've seen highlights, obviously. I never got to watch him play live, but just some of the layups and finishes he put up or just like 
things you've never seen before. Yeah, but I don't disagree with you, but you said skilled. So skill encompasses all aspects of the sport. All right. So we're talking about ball handling. We're talking about shooting. We're talking about passing, right? We're talking about every single characteristic that goes into being an NBA player skills. And I have to take a player that could be an all-star at multiple positions. And again, Magic and LeBron could be an all-star at all five positions. So I'd have to put them in the top two. Yeah, those are some great responses. I mean, the only other person that comes to mind, I mean, he obviously isn't an all-star any position, is Allen Iverson. With I mean, his skill was really unmatched. His skill was pretty amazing, absolutely. But I couldn't put him as top three all-time because he could have only been an all-star at one position, and that's guard. But his skills were pretty amazing. I would agree with that. All right, thanks for answering that. That's all I got today. Good stuff. Good stuff, Connor. Really appreciate that. All right. uh, Tomorrow, same time, but we're not going to ever say goodbye until we can say hello to John. John, always good to have you on the program, my friend. Hey, how's it going, Grant? I'm doing well, buddy. Hey, man, that was a great question from Connor. The one name that I think could play damn near every position, Charles Barkley. He put up with yeah. centers to guards and yeah. everybody else. So, that's and I wouldn't say he's you. the most yeah. skilled. I wouldn't have put him at the in in the top five or maybe even not even top ten of players of all the time. But for skills, that dude could go against anybody if he's five two or seven two. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that roundtable was great listening to you guys. I couldn't get in. I was really busy. But man, it's been a great show listening. Thanks for taking my call, real quick, Grant. And that's all I wanted to John. say. Great, great uh, question by Connor. Man, way to yeah. step up. Way to step up for Ryan on Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. You take all care. Right. See you. You too. Uh, all right. Uh, back tomorrow, I'll have my uh, four picks for the weekend. We'll have a lot of fun. I hope you have a fabulous rest of the day. Don't forget to check out my YouTube show that I had with Jerry Reynolds earlier today. Just check out my YouTube channel if you don't like that with Grant Napier. Thanks very much for all your calls today. Thank you for all of your support. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.